DraftKings is the official sportsbook betting partner of the Super Bowl 57. New customers can now bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can now take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Yes, same game parlays. Now, boost your Super Bowl 57 winnings or any other event that you decide to bet on with each leg that you add up to 100%. Wow. Can you believe that? Now, download DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can now bet $5 on the Super Bowl or any other event and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. What is good, everybody? This is your guy, Manny, and this is Talking Commanders with Manny. Today, got a special guest for you guys. I got my guy, Rich. I'm going to be bringing him up in just a minute. So this episode right here, we're going to focus on what are the commanders going to do in this offseason? We got my guy, Rich, in the building, man. What's good, brother? My boy, what up, what up, what up? Not much, man. Can you hear, like, the background music? Yeah. Is it cool? No, no, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's All right, cool, cool, cool. I wanted to try something different, something new. So we got the background music in the in you know in the background. We got my guy Meast in the building, man. What's good? Appreciate you hopping on the stream. So this is actually a live stream. So I just went on and just got started. So like I said, man, on this episode, we gotta talk. What are the commanders going to do in the offseason? Right? We have quarterback issues, right? We have O-line issues, cornerback issues, a lot of issues, man. This might just be the commander's issues episode all right <laughs> so let's just go ahead and start with the quarterback oh man we got my boy phil in the building so with the quarterback are you for let's go with sam howell or are you looking at a quarterback in this draft so i like sam i think that he wasn't given a like a like a fair chance to actually you know show his talents this season yeah i mean obviously we was rocking with wins then we have four as the backup. Yep. I love four. I love him. I don't love him to play 17 games, right. but I love him. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, it's tricky, man, because I don't know if we should get somebody in the draft. We should go trick. Like, I like Carr, mm -hmm. but can he get us over that hump? We need a playoff win, bro. That's what we need. And I'm getting tired of us. One and four, going to five, six game win streak. Yep. Then December, we forget how to play football. Every year. Every year. We we just forget how to play football, man. And I'm not. And it sucks because, you know, we start low. Right. The win streak happened. We like, oh, we <laughs> top 12, 15 in the league. Right. Then. <laughs> but you know what, though? My thing is, is it the quarterback or the personnel issue or was it a ron rivera issue check this out ron rivera year one right we mess around and win this trash division seven and eight nfc east champions whatever i wasn't excited i mean i was happy to be in the playoffs but it was like whatever, mm. right taylor heineke gave us some excitement 
And some of us, including me, was talking, oh, Taylor Heineke might be a franchise quarterback. I mean, because look, it was bad. When you see Dwayne Haskins play football, that wasn't football. And then when you see Taylor Heineke, who was just enough to just kind of give us average quarterback play against Tampa Bay, that was a nice game. But mind you, listen, I always tell people on that run, we played, that was the hardest game that they had to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Now, give or take, do you think, in all honesty, I think if we had a quarterback, we win that game. Facts. Then who knows? Like, it, it, you know, it's always them what if scenarios, but we definitely played them the hardest on their road to the Super Bowl. Okay, I got a statement for you. My guy Phil says, give Sam Howell a shot, sign Brissett, Andy Dalton, or Jimmy G. I'm going to let you talk about this, and then I'm going to talk right after you talk. So as fans, bro, we, we feeling the hype right now. We saw what he did against Dallas. His first pass was for a tug. Mm-hmm. So that's what we, you feel me? We think about the deep shot in Terry. Mm-hmm. We thinking about that. Right. But if Sam Howell go out week one <laughs> and, you know, two picks, a tub, 212, 212 to 220 in the air, mm-hmm. then what we going to do? I like Dalton. Mm-hmm. I like Jimmy G. Those are, those is game managers. Those is people that, you know, can keep us in the game. Mm-hmm. But do we trust them to bring us back? Do we trust them on a game winning drive? Mm-mm. Brissett, nah, mm-mm, nah, keep it. I ain't, I ain't rocking with him. But Andy, he said, not me. I saw him at Carolina. I know. No, he, no, I'm not. Yo, Sam, I'm not knocking him. You know, I think he deserves a chance. Right. But I'm just saying, as fans, I just know, I know how this is going to go. Right. Week one, if he stink, we're going to be calling him Mayo. <laughs> We tired. We tired of the bad quarterback play, mm-hmm. man. We're tired of it. Like, I want to September. I'm trying to see, and at, at best three and one, right? Two, right? Two, not one and not one and three. And well, go ahead. And that's a great point because for the Commanders, we start out slow, and we end terribly. We always have that run in the middle, and I hate that, or we're trying to run the tables. The last two to three times we made the playoffs, we have to run the tables. We have to be nearly perfect, and it's stressful. It's stressful. Had a lot of hair. The hair is gone. <laughs> Thanks to the commanders and stressing over, are we going to get a win? Are we going to get a win? I, I mean, you literally have to play perfect football just to kind of generate some stuff. I mean, we have to start out. We have to start off strong. Look at the Giants. The Giants realistically were not a good team this year. They weren't a good team, but guess what? They started out strong to where at the end it fizzled out to where they almost missed the playoffs. But because they started strong, it really it just didn't even matter. They had enough wins at the beginning to kind of propel them to the playoffs when things got tough in November, December. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my thing. If we are bringing in a percent. That's perfect. Let him compete with Sam Howell. If Sam Howell cannot beat out a percent, then oh well. Sam Howell and Andy Dalton, same boat. If you get Jimmy G, Jimmy G is coming here to be a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. He, Jimmy G is not going to go take a job to where obviously you have to compete. Nothing is handed to anybody. But Jimmy G is going to go somewhere where he knows he can start. He feels he's a starter. This is a guy that potentially could have gone to the Super Bowl again this year had he stayed healthy he's been to the NFC uh, uh, championship game 
had he gone this year, it would have been like what? <laughs> Three times in the last four years. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy G is looking for a team, possibly the Jets, to where he can go compete and be a playoff team. Now, we are a quarterback away. If we had a legit quarterback right now with the roster we have right now, I feel like that sets us up to be a playoff contender. But besides the quarterback issue, let's go ahead and dive into the next issue. The offensive line is terrible. We brought in guys like Norwell and Trey, Trey Turner, Turner and all these bums and bum after bum. Or, or you have or you have a center that hasn't played in two years and then you bring in the backup center. He gets hurt. You bring in the guard in uh, Wes Schweitzer, who's a right guard, swing guard. Then he's playing the center. center. Then he goes down. <laughs> now you bring in Nick Martin, the worst of all centers, <laughs> the worst center of all time. And then now you have a center problem. I've been saying this for the last two to three years. The commanders need to draft the center. They had uh Sadiq, no, not Sadiq Charles. Um, not the LSU boy. He was a, he was a left tackle. Not the LSU boy. There was a guy that we drafted as a center, and he just didn't make the team. Recently, ah, I forgot his name. It'll, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna come to me. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, like Phil says, is we need to draft the line, or we need to sign somebody. Literally, you have to go get these guys. I have heard of John Michael. Uh, Schmidt, <laughs> John Michael Smith. That's funny, but um, yeah, we need a center. We need a guard. We need a tackle. What is your plan? That's, what What do you feel is the most important piece that we need to add? Is it tackle, guard, or center in this draft? Keith Ishmael. That's who it was. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The number sixty. He was a bum. He ain't <laughs> 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 but, was terrible, man. Yo, all right. So, I mean, this is about the. A lot of people want Leno gone. Mm-hmm. I rock with Leno. Leno ain't Leno. Leno has his moments. So I he, well, I'm not rock with how he's rejected no more. Three, four, five, six, seven, All right, hold on. We we gonna we gonna yeah, get back. We, to yeah, yeah just, um, just keep going. I'm gonna just be tossing things on the. High guard, like yo, we. In all honesty, we should have we should have worked something out with Sheriff. Mm-hmm. We like. We should have we should have just kept him, and then just filling the other guard, the other tackle, and the center center just been bad to us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, probably probably guard. But here's my thing: even if you don't keep Sheriff, you keep Eric Flowers. I thought Eric Flowers was okay. Mm-hmm. There was no problem with Eric Flowers. Like you're trying to prove a point, you're trying to save money, you're trying to go to the bargain bin, you're trying to go to the Dollar General. You can't have Dollar General type players all the time. Sometimes Not on the line. Spin. Not, not, not on the line. So he he felt like, hey, these are guys that I've worked with before. They still have a lot in the tank. Sometimes he's made some good signings, but these signings don't last forever. Like JD McKissick was a nice one. Logan Thomas was a nice one for a point in time, you know. So he felt maybe one of these guys was going to hit, and neither one hit. You should have kept Eric Flowers, and you should have let go of Sheriff if you wanted to conserve money. Quick, quick, quick question. Okay. How how bad did it hurt when we let Trent go? Hurt bad. It hurt bad. Tough, man. It hurt bad. And, and and the thing is, the thing is, we had we needed money to pay elsewhere. So I don't look at it like, okay, we lost Trent. Yes, that hurt. But we were able to pay a Jonathan Allen, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna be able to pay a Deron Payne. We're gonna figure yes. that out. We <laughs> we have to figure that out. I, look, I don't care about the oh, we are investing too much in the line. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. about that. You invest in the homegrown talent. 
Mm-hmm. And we've learned our lesson from letting guys like Trent go and letting guys like Sheriff go. You, you got to give these guys another contract. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be between Chase Young and Montez Sweat to figure something out. That's a conversation that people are not ready for. If you're so, saying, go ahead. So, something real quick. Mm-hmm. Is this Chase make or break year? It could be like, my whole thing is we have Chase for at least that fifth year option. After that fifth year option, mm-hmm. whatever that happens, happens. And I'm okay with it. If I'm, it doesn't I'm, work out, then he's gone. I'm put. I'm putting Chase on notice. Chase got had 15 sacks next year. <laughs> you the number two pick. What if he's getting the pressure to allow other guys to? Get so, all right. So all right. Good point. Good point. He don't. But you. I need to see that dog. Gotcha. I need to. I need to see that dog. You. He's a dog. Mm-hmm. And he, and you know, like his sack numbers for the for for his second for his second year, like when he, before he got injured, but he only he only had like that one and a half sack, and yep. I think that even that came against the Saints when he had the, the forced fumble. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, people was talking about some Chase looked like a bum, but they don't watch tape. They wasn't you know they wasn't really tuned into the game. Yeah, 15, 15. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I feel you on the sack numbers. Like we definitely got to see some kind of production because if a guy like Montez Sweat is out here balling, right? getting his usual seven to nine sacks a year. It might not be what we want. We possibly want more, but you almost got to pay the guy that's more productive than the guy that's just there and just has Mm -hmm. a name. So I see a scenario where they're going to let these guys figure it out. So I think this year is the fifth year option for Montez Sweat, if I'm not mistaken, because he's been in the league for at least four years. I think, yeah, he's our, that's 19. That's our 2019 draft pick, right? Should yeah, be. so so you know, hey, if you're option, we worry about Montez contract next summer. But for this summer, you go ahead and sign sign Deron Payne. You keep this line of together course, yeah. as long as possible. As you can. After the fifth year, you might as well just end up um, doing like a franchise tag on Montez if you want to keep him that one extra year. But we got to see something from Chase Young this year and definitely next year. You know, I need him to play all seventeen. <laughs> yeah, hey. That's that's it. We, that's it. That's it. We not we not nine. We not ten. We we need seventeen, Mister mm-hmm. Young. Yeah, he says double digit sacks and plenty of pressures. I, that's I'm fine. We'll we'll yeah. we'll we we'll, 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 we go with that. Yeah. And, 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 now you wanted to talk about the skill positions too, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Start it off. We got three dogs out wide. Yep. We we need to keep them. Terry top ten. Yep. I debate this all the time with people. Terry top 10. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Now, let me ask you something. Yes, we have three really good wide receivers, and I love all three. But here's my problem. Oh, man. Let's say if we need to find money somewhere. Oh, Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Go. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Curtis Samuel is the guy to go if we go that route. I would love to keep the three of them as long as possible, but, but we always know that financial considerations and you got to pay different guys. Curtis becomes expendable if you can get a guy in this year's draft later from the fourth to fifth round, sixth round, you know, even an undrafted guy. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm going somewhere with this. Oh, Dayami yeah. Brown takes a step, mm-hmm. especially if you have Sam Howell. You move Dayami Brown to the outside. You they can got move that or Terry on the inside. That's what I'm saying. If we need money, to let's say. I mean, that's it. That's it. That's a good. That, that's a perfect scenario. I think. I think the army is more outside. 
Yep. We go the, our three wide set will be him outside Terry outside Jahan in the slot because he's shifty. Yeah. <laughs> Jahan is a dog. We, listen, <laughs> he he he's shifty. He could he could catch that thing. He's him. Mind you, I went to I went to both Giants games this year. Okay. So I seen the post route when he caught in the end zone. Then I seen the the little uh the drag route across the middle when he hit the spin move. I'm like, yeah. This, and he liked the end zone. Yeah. We need people like yeah. that. Terry need to like the end Thank zone a you. little bit more. And that's a conversation folks ain't ready for. As much as I love Terry, and as much as you say Terry's top ten, my whole thing with Terry is that sometimes he seems to be allergic from the end zone. But but you know what though, with the bad quarterback play. I would kind of like say, you know what? I won't be too hard on Terry. Let's see if we can get an upgraded quarterback play, and let's mm-hmm. see what Terry does. But my whole thing is, he had. I mean, come on, Jahan is doing it with the same, the same, you know, same quarterbacks. But then it's like, well, Jahan is playing that secondary role, that third role, where to where Terry is being guarded by the best corner most times. So it's kind of like, you know, but I have seen Terry make some clutch catches this year. To win us games, so it kind of goes back Man, and forth. When, when, but he went up, when he went up on Gilmore, boy, yep, mm. yep, mm. Alexander mm. from Green Bay. Mm. I mean, he went up against some of the he just best smoked him. He smoked him corners. Oh, Slay, Slay was his Slay is his son. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wish he would have gotten the end zone that night yeah, though. Yeah, because he was balling. Yeah. So I think next year I want to see Terry get over seven touchdowns. I just need to see that to just. Whether I mean Terry does so much more for the team, he's one of the faces of the franchise, even with the low touchdown numbers. He's just that guy. Terry's him. Jahan Dotson, he's a dog. I love Curtis Samuel, but I want to get a quarterback that can unlock Curtis. I believe that Curtis was not used properly. I hated him being a running back. Just just play the slot. Play the slot. Get open. Get the ball in your hands and, and just do your thing. That's what I wanted to see out of Curtis. But mind you, that's all three of them can do that. Just get yep. them to peel. Yep. But get it like I'm. I I feel you with the whole like the uh, the little um the little jet sweeps and stuff with yeah, Curtis. I, man, I was like this each time praying because we know we're not saying that he's injury prone, but he did miss a whole season. You feel mm-hmm. me? So. That, yeah, that that was in the way last year. I, I wanted to get rid of him last year, but then it's crazy because I wanted to get rid of him last year. But I always had that. I always just kept thinking. Remember the COVID year when we played mm-hmm. the Panthers? Yep. And he killed us, mm-hmm. and all them touches he was getting. I'm like, damn, he just need the ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> but all right, so I'm about to transition to what can we possibly do with the offensive coordinator that's going to be coming to D.C. I really don't have a preference on who we get. I just want us to get the wrong, I mean, to get the right guy, not the wrong guy, to get the right guy, to kind of unlock the offense, kind of open up the playbook, throw some balls deep, like mix it up. Like it would be nice to get a younger guy to kind of do some of the things that the NFL is doing nowadays. Mm -hmm. But I really don't know who I want here in D.C. All I want is just somebody that can come in and can this team just please score more than 18 points a game? Just an offense that can score about 25 to 27 points a game. And that's and that's not even asking for much, though. It's not asking for that's, much. That's the crazy thing. I, it, it really doesn't matter. To, like, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you for, like, who comes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we have skill. Like, it's not like we don't have players. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah, top, yeah, we, we we interviewed with him last week. Like, it's not like we got and and the thing is, we got backs low key. 
got backs. Who? But I got a I got a crazy scenario for you. Now, a lot of people that listen to the pod might stop listening to my pod after I make this statement. Now, I know we don't need a running back, but mm-hmm. who you want to get rid of? If Bijan Robinson is sitting mm-hmm. there at sixteen, do you go and get a Bijan Robinson and, and and get that Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, that kind of special elite running back that I have not seen since Stephen Davis, Clinton Portis? I've been a fan since nineteen ninety nine, and those are the best. The commanders have had to offer. You ain't like Alfred. Alfred. Alfred is the third. So that's that's the Stephen okay. Davis. <laughs> you just want to. You just want to order the yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So so for me, it was Stephen Davis. Then it was uh, Clinton Portis, and then last but not least, it was Alfred Morris. Those are the best running backs that I have seen on this squad since 1999. Now, mm-hmm. if you get a B. John Robinson feel right now and he's pissed off, he's mad, he's probably going to cancel my pod, but it's okay. If you get a B. John Robinson, it unlocks everything. Here's a guy that if he does what he's supposed to do, this is a guy that for <laughs> for seasons to come, 1,600 yards, and, and especially if you're going the Sam Howell route, right? Having a B. John Robinson there to kind of shoulder some of this offense would be amazing. And then you don't have to cut Antonio Gibson. You can use him as a secondary wide receiver. You can use him more so in special teams, punt return, kickoff return. Still use him in, in the passing game, change the pace guy. Then you still have B-Rob, Robinson and Robinson. That's just a crazy fantasy. Obviously, it's not going to happen. But <laughs> your me, thoughts on that? I ain't going to crush your dreams. I ain't going <laughs> to crush your dreams with that. But the two that we got on the roster right now, yep. the Brook. And Gibby. Yeah. Gibby ain't unlocked his potential yet, man. I think that I honestly believe he, he's a home run hitter. Okay. Now, maybe, maybe not the same like, like um impact as Zaquan. Cause I always say, like, watching Zaquan when he touched the rock, he could score at, at any time. Yep. So I don't think I don't think Gibby has that yet. I also think that he's still transitioning it from that wide receiver to running back phase mm-hmm. you can you can see it he's a definitely a better running back now than when mm-hmm. we first got him right like he was just off of pure talent that year then he got a thousand last year right and then this year you know b-rob kind of took over that starting role but now let me flip it on you so you say gibson had the talent when we first got him and i'm gonna kind of take what Meese is saying me said he would take that gibby has been inconsistent this is why i say what i say if you look at the year when we got Antonio Gibson, there was nobody else behind him to challenge him as a running back. Therefore, he was there getting a lot of volume and he ended up having nice numbers in year one and some nice numbers in year two. In year three, you insert a Brian Robinson, the beast. He comes in, he's a pure running back that can do a lot of different things that Gibson couldn't do because he's still transitioning, he's still learning. And then I have a rule. Every two years, you draft a running back. You do not invest in paying running backs unless it's an elite guy like a Christian McCaffrey or a Kamara, one of those kinds of guys. And even when you do pay those kinds of guys, they don't last forever, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the touches. Yeah, it's good to invest in these guys as draft picks, which is why I'm not opposed to getting the B. John Robinson, but I, I I still have a rule. You don't draft running backs in the first round. So don't listen to me about saying, hey, get B. John Robinson. No. Getting running backs in the first round is not a good move for several different reasons. You can find these kinds of guys later on in the second, third, fourth, fifth, seventh round, undrafted. Eckler was undrafted. 
So you just continue to have that pipeline. And I guarantee you this, when it's time to pay Antonio Gibson, he may not get a contract from us when his contract is up in DC. He may I, not. I think I, I think he'll definitely get I think he'll definitely get paid. Think so though. I think he'll he'll get not he ain't gonna get like top ten running back money. He might he'll get, get paid, but it might not be I like his skill set though, man. Like and and the play that I, it's a it's one play that I always go back to and that's really showed his potential. And it's when we played the Bills and he took that screen pass, seven three. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, listen, he could do this. My whole thing <laughs> is outside of that, I haven't seen much of that. I loved, I mean, even the game versus Dallas when he had three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. That's the Gibson I want, and we need to find the offensive coordinator that can unlock that. But on the flip side, with us benching Gibson and lowering his role, reducing his role, does that affect his confidence? That's another thing. Of course. That's another thing. So, you know, with the whole fumbling issues and this and that, I love Gibson. Don't get don't get into it. I love Gibson, but we'll see if he gets a contract. Hey, I would love for him to be here as long as he's effective and and, and, and productive and things of that nature. So how you how you feel about B Rob? I love him. I love him. But at the he's same tough. time, at the same time, as of right now, today, today is the the third of February at 528 p.m. Central Time. As of today. I don't think that Brian Robinson Jr. is a franchise running back. As of today, that can change. Okay. That can change. Right. So, if you get if you get twenty five to twenty eight carries, I need one thirty. Thank you. <laughs> twenty five to twenty eight carries. I, I, you get under a hundred, they ain't they ain't flying with me. Yeah, and part of that you can say offensive line. He's the kind of guy yeah. that needs an offensive line. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have a guy like Saquon, Bijan, and some of these other guys that are like more special, more shifty, more more talented, they might not need a supreme offensive line like a guy like B Rob. Now, you give B Rob an offensive line, he's going to do damage. Oh, sure. He's going to get you four yards, five yards, four yards, five yards. But the thing is, he needs volume to get mm -hmm. that one thirty. But he's going to be effective. He's going to be a, a thousand back here and there and goal line goal line back. He's a different kind of skill set. He's not a breakaway guy. He's a consistent, he, grinded out in the fourth quarter kind of he, running back. He like he like two to five yards yep. a pop. Like he'll fire you out. Yep. Like fourth quarter, you'll be like, damn, I still got to tackle. Yep. Yep. Like that's that. Like and, and back to just back to the original question. Like what? Like what? I want to see the offense. Obviously, we keep saying that we want to be a run first team and this. They ain't flying today, nah. man. Unless you, have, we have, unless you have that quarterback. Yeah. With the personnel we have, why are we a run-first offense? Like, we have these guys, these talented guys on the outside, receivers. Now, we do need a tight end. Now, talking about guys that I feel might not be back, possibly next year. Oh, I think Logan, Logan got to go. He's gone. <laughs> He's you gone. like Bates? I like Bates. I like Turner. I like Bates is more of a blocker. Though. Yeah. He'll get, he'll get, he'll get physical with yeah. you. Yeah. That's the thing. Like in terms of tight ends, we have some solid guys. Like Bates is a blocker; he's capable catcher. But this tight end group, they scare nobody. Like in terms of being threats on offense and, and, and catching the ball, they scare no one. Like when Logan Thomas was the leader of that group last year, I was telling people, "Man, this group. I'm not excited about this group." Folks told me about how great Cole Turner is going to be. I like his potential, his upside, his size, but he's like, well, he like he, he tall. He like yeah, six seven. Six, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I like um, Armani Rogers. But at the end of the day, we cannot overvalue these guys. Some of these guys are jags. Just another guy. Respectfully mm -hmm. speaking, I'm not saying these are bad guys. Sometimes these are compliments. These compliments, just like I, I think that Brian Robinson Jr. is better as a compliment. 
Mm-hmm. Just imagine if you got a guy that's better than Brian Robinson Jr. and he's complimenting that guy. Wow. Or maybe Antonio Gibson can step his game up. But Gibson and Robinson together, I love the duo. But in terms of the tight end group, man, something has to pop, man. Something like, go get a Mike Jacecki, draft a guy, uh, Hayden Hurst, Hayden Hayden or something, Hayden Hurst, somebody. Evan Ingram, there's going to be some free agents. You have to improve this tight end room. I don't like it as a whole. We need something, man. I wish, I wish, I wish Jordan Reed would have stayed healthy, man. Yeah, Jordan Reed was like, I think he was the best tight end that I've seen in DC. And wow, I've been a fan. The next yeah, like guy, Chris, I think, think skill wise, yeah, Chris Cooley, yeah, yeah. Jordan Reed, then it was Chris Cooley. Believe it or not, Vernon Davis was right there. As old as he was, Vernon Davis gave us breakaway yeah, speed. He gave, he gave yeah. us. Man, he gave us some plays. I remember, I remember the, the Eagles game. Eagles he game. won with <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was a bad boy. Yeah. I mean, look, it's 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 awesome to kind of go back at times and kind of look at who we've had. Um, but what is your plan in the draft? Like, what would you like to see in the first three rounds? I want to. All right, so I'm I'm big on the corner thing. Okay. I think we definitely so I'm not fuller. I like Fuller. Okay. But I think Fuller is better in the slot. Outside, outside, let's rock rock with St. Juice. He got the length, he got the mm-hmm. skill set. He just needs yep. to trust his instincts more. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. I, I think St. Juice is gonna be a dog in this league. I think he has a chance to be a pro bowler someday if he keeps working harder this mm-hmm. But at worst, he'd be a serviceable starter. At worst. So I think like him going, him going to the Fuller going to the inside. So we we corner, hold on. Now I wouldn't, seen, I wouldn't mind it. like two of the three picks being on the O line. Mm-hmm. But those first our first two picks, mm-hmm. they need to be starters. Hey, I gotta cut you off just one second. Phil oh. said at sixteen he can see loose Mosgrave. Look, Mosgrave to me is possibly the third best tight end in this draft but he's up there he's he's just all depends on what kind of flavor you're looking for i know like people look at luke marsgrave as a guy that's that's a tight end in a wide receiver body but i think that he's going to be available in 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 that second round so that would be for me that's a little bit high i like a uh, mayor from uh notre dame at 16 if he's there but he possibly won't be there and i don't see us going tight end at 16. Bro, knowing us on draft day, we'll, we'll drop back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing us, yeah, we'll probably trade back. We'll go from 16 to 19 or something. Like 16. Right, right. I've seen a lot of Porter Jr. being mocked to us, and I've seen a lot of Christian Gonzalez. These are dogs, but those are dogs. Yeah, yeah. I'll take either one. I'll take either one. Those yeah. are... And Phil, he loves this Mosgrave guy. I, I love him too, but I think he'll be available in the second round. Like I don't see him as a first round talent. I don't see him getting drafted. I don't see more than one tight end getting drafted. In but the do first you round. do you do you feel the same way with that though? Like the our first two picks, they need to be playing on Sundays. Thank you. Game like starters, game changers. Like when they when they announce in the starting lineup, <laughs> they need to be, they need to be in there. <laughs> right. And corner, if we get either Porter or Gonzalez, man, like. I'll be excited. I'll probably get on live and dance, okay? And I can't dance. So I'll, I'm excited getting mm, the top tier corner. I, I, I don't know. We definitely need to, to get another back, another back, another linebacker. Yep. With linebacker, you can address it in free agency or you can address it in the middle of the draft. Like I, I feel like you can always get a solid linebacker in the fourth to sixth round or third to sixth round. Like, 
I've seen guys like Chad Muma and guys like Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton went, I think, that year in the second round. Like, there's there's been some linebackers that can play, like legit starters right now that were found between two to five range. So how how do you talk? I mean, we won't get to your draft thing, yeah. but how do you feel about the backers that we got? Let Cole go? Cole, look, if Cole wants to go, I'll pack his bag. And I know mm -hmm. the Phil is a North Carolina guy. He loves Cole. But if Cole wants to go, I'll help him pack his bags. We need to improve the whole linebacking core as a whole. Like, I, I'm sorry. Replace, you can replace Cole in free agency. Like, for mm -hmm. example, who's that kid? Edmonds. I think Edmonds plays for the Bills, right? He's a middle linebacker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you rather have him or do you rather have Cole? Oh no, nah, we we going we going to Edmonds route. We, See, we that's going, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So bread. if you're gonna pay, if you're gonna pay somebody, pay somebody who's been a pro yep. bowler, pay somebody who is, if not elite, close to elite at his position. You know, but what we saying? need we need depth at that position. Boston gotta go. Wow. Mayo gotta go. <laughs> like I don't you feel even me? like Mayo on, on we, my sandwiches anyway. Like they, <laughs> like you feel me? They they out there as liabilities. Yeah. I think that's the worst position that we have is the linebacker. Like Jamin, uh, like Jamin, he like he's trying. Yo, he got to come into his hole. He's trying because right now he he all talent, mm -hmm. which isn't you feel me, which isn't really you know bad. Right. But come on, bro. Right. This year three for you coming up. Yep. Yep. You you first round. <laughs> we we need to, we need to see something. It's it's like okay, so everybody's saying O line, O line, O line. My whole thing with O-line is if you see a better prospect at a different position than O-line, you just don't go O-line because you, you the draft is for getting the best available prospect. That's what you do. Free agency is where you fill the hole. That's where you fill the need, right? But don't draft the O-line that should go in the second round in the first round because I need an O-line or I need a tackle. And then now you're drafting like the sixth or seventh best, best tackle because you needed one. When you see prime targets at corner sitting there at Porter or Gonzalez, right? Or you see another position of need and these players are ranked higher at their position. That's all I'm saying. Draft your, you know, draft your guys, get your guys. Just don't reach. Don't reach. Trade back. Get the best value you can. The draft is meant for finding potential franchise guys, especially in that first round, right? Mm -hmm. Look at how we found our D-line. It was all through the first round. Sometimes they fell to us. They were but, give a, but 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 give or take. I always and and I'm a big believer in this. You can't go wrong with drafting from drafting anybody from Alabama. That's true. Nowadays, <laughs> you can't. Nowadays, mind yeah. you. And low key, Cam Sims got some of the best hands on the team. I like he, Cam Sims, but he might not I, have that. Put the whole package as a wide out, but um, mm -hmm. he he throw the mitts up there. It's he coming down yeah. with it. I think um, I'm glad you brought up Cam Sims. He ain't never going. He he ain't going to play. Yeah, but, he ain't going to play. Yeah, Cam but. Sims and Dax Mill are two positions or two <laughs> guys that I feel like we need to upgrade from ASAP. Now, Cam Sims, if he wants to stick around, cheap deal to round out that group, okay. But one of those two guys got to go. We cannot roll in with the same wide receiver group because guess what? Somebody gets hurt, I don't trust neither one. I got, I don't trust neither one to step in and and, and play that role. I, I trust Dax, Cam over Dax. That so. listen, get him off the team. Hey, funny thing is, Dax is actually Phil's cousin. Phil, I apologize oh. right now for talking about your cousin Dax Mill. Now I'm just joking. Uh -huh. I'm just joking. <laughs> I like messing you know, with Phil. And the only only reason I say that, man, is because 
a person that I think that I mean, I don't think we should have let him go because I really felt as though he's been the best returner for us. Mm-hmm. Is DeAndre? Okay. Carter was a yeah. That was the be- mind you. Everybody was talking this Brandon Banks stuff, right? Like you feel? Remember him? Right. He was a preseason All American, yep. yep. preseason first teamer. Yep. He couldn't do nothing in the season. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but, Ron Rivera went but from nah, not wanting to pay any, like anybody. Yeah, he didn't want to pay nobody, so he so he let him go. So here's a mock draft. This one is uh, done by College Football News. Let me see who they had the commanders select. They had the commanders select Keely Ringo. With all the talk about needing a quarterback, don't dismiss how promising and talented Sam Howell is. This defense needs playmakers too. And there are a slew of great corners on the board. I've heard Ringo. I've heard Porter Jr. I've heard Gonzalez. I'm sorry. I'm taking Gonzalez over this guy. What are your thoughts on Kelly Ringo? I ain't even going to lie to you. I do not know who that is. I feel you. I feel you. I'm still in the learning process with, so these, with these draft if, prospects. If Gonzalez, you feel me? Like, I know Gonzalez. I know Porter. Like, I know the, the top. I ain't, I ain't trying to say that he's not a top dog. Right. But those are the two names that, that stick out from the rip. Right. If one of them is there, let's match him. Let, 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 let's let's match him up with some juice and let's rock out. Because right, I, right. in the, in all honesty, I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie to you. One on one, man across the board. Right. I really only feel comfortable with Saint Juice out there. Yeah, I feel you. And I, oh, oh, we 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 got some dogs in them safeties. Let me see what uh, me says. Says I get not reaching. You're right, but taking the best available. I imagine everyone's thought will change after free agency. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And it's kind of cool. Like free agency comes first. You take care of all your needs that you that you can, and then in the draft you kind of fill the rest of the things. And sometimes just because you grab a guy in free agency does not mean that you don't go and grab somebody in the draft. So things are going to change. Things are you know always fluid between free agency and draft so i'm excited for both of it uh i got another mock draft that i want to share i think this one is nfl.com just kind of cool to kind of see who the consensus and who the media is mocking us to i always kind of like look and and, and, so this one yep look what i just say matching up with same juice it says it right there you feel me like because the NFC, hey, NFC East got some receivers. We got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith to cover. And we got CD Lamb. And the, and I, I still feel the Cowboys are going to add another guy. You know, and the, the Giants, don't get it yeah. twisted. They might draft a receiver or two, you know? So, and I hate it. Bro, yeah. I'm, I'm from I'm from South Jersey. So, like, so all the Eagle stuff is going on right now. Mm-hmm. I hate I feel it. You. I'm going to do one a, more mock draft. But yeah, yeah, just keep talking. Nah, as a fan, I'm gonna talk so much trash about the Eagles, but as a person that loves football, they got two number ones with with Tay and, and, and AJ, and I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> when they when they drafted Devonte Smith, I hated. I hated like, it. Anytime when my rivals draft somebody high, there's a potential that those guys. I I was like, man, he's skinny. He's not gonna work. I didn't want him to work, even though I like the guy. Bro, I mean, that's just like guys when, when the when the Giants good. got Odell. I was sick. <laughs> right. I'm like, now nah, we got to deal with it. Exactly. For two, like every year, twice a year, you got to deal with these guys. So this other mock draft right here, they have us selecting Broderick Jones. Oh, no, they, there, they said we traded him with the Jets. Oh, my gosh. So if we traded with the Jets, 
did we trade up? Hold on. Let me see. Because I, I I can't remember. I can't remember where the Jets were. So we trade up to, to get Christian Gonzalez. Ah, man, I'm not making. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trading up from 16 to 13. Mm-hmm. And then giving up additional draft. Unless, draft unless you just swipe picks. You're right. Like, if we just swap picks, that's, you feel me? Like, that's fine. Yeah, I'm definitely, yeah. Uh-uh. But, um. I think I had a few other things on the show notes to talk about before we kind of uh, end this episode. So we pretty much covered a lot already. We covered like semi, um, you know, offseason plans, three, like the three biggest needs for the commanders. We all agree. Offensive line. We need linebackers for sure. And then obviously corner. That's in a very, very, very important uh, position as well. Uh, we talked a little bit about the plan for free agency. Uh, we talked about players that we feel might get cut in Logan Thomas and Curtis Samuel. And then we also talked about the plan at quarterback. We also looked at some mock drafts. So we pretty much covered everything we said we was going to cover. Now, my question for you is, if you had one dream, one hope, let's say that everything that you want in the offseason doesn't pan out, right? What Mm -hmm. is the one thing that if it happened, you can say, you know what? I really don't care how the rest of our offseason goes. Just off-season period? Yeah, just off-season. Yeah, from free agency to trades to, to draft. Just one thing that you would want to happen. And if that thing happens, you're like, you know what? This is a good off-season. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. That's tough because you really... All right, I got mine. Why are you thinking what? of yours? I got mine. What's up? Mine is if the commanders get a legit tackle... I would be so happy whether it's coming through free agency, whether it's coming through the draft. A legit tackle means a guy that can step in right away and give you top 10 production. At any and you good with that. And I'm good with that. At any other tackle spot. So let's say, for example, we bring in the right tackle, right? Mm-hmm. That means you now move Cosme to guard, which is mm-hmm. where he belongs. He no. reminds me of Brandon Sheriff, but way more athletic. Then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll find somebody at center and then that kind of just fixes your offensive line. Getting that right tackle, having that right guard in Cosme, and then Leno one more year at the left tackle. If this guy ends up being a left tackle, a legit, legit left tackle, he moves to left tackle, Leno to right tackle. Every single scenario makes Cosme a right guard, yeah. which means that three of the five positions would be semi-solid. And then you still got Wes Schweitzer who can move into left guard and be fine there. That's my we, dream. We that's injury prone at the line, though, and that's the killer. You still got Chris Paul. I mean, you got depth pieces now. You just need starters. He look, he look good. He look, he look good against Dallas. He look good. He look good. He look good. So all we need now is like we're looking for legit starters. We have the we have the pieces that are backups. You can call Wes Schweitzer a backup. If you can upgrade from that, you do that. You go and get at least three new pieces on that line. You have to. If we're gonna rock with Leno yeah, one more I year, guess, I'll I'll rock with that. Solidify the line. I think I think everybody would be happy. Well, everybody would be happy with somebody that yeah take take them snaps. Yep, that's yep. number one. That's I feel like ain't as fans. That's what everybody wants to see. Yep. Um. Yeah. But yeah, the line. But let me ask you this, because I I feel like we 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 show appreciate appreciation to him but we don't give him enough appreciation okay only 
how you feel about four, man? Heineke, how, what is your... My thought process is similar to, to yours. Like, I, I think Taylor Heineke is a top three, if not the best backup in the league. Mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke for four games, maybe six games, if something happened injury-wise, I'm okay. <laughs> Taylor Heineke playing more than six games in a season, I'm not okay. Because then we know we know who Taylor Heineke is. He can come in off the bench right now and produce a spark and produce some energy and get you a win or two. Taylor Heineke for longer than that, you're in trouble. So, but the thing, yo, we rally around him though. We do, but here's the like problem. it's crazy. It's crazy because, like, literally, like our first time seeing him was against the Bucks in the playoffs, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. I just remember like. I'm like, man, this kid, who is this guy? Like, <laughs> then he come out balling. Yep. Here's like, I'm like, yo, this guy is. But Here is the blessing and the curse with Taylor The blessing is, it's great to have him as a backup, and he can come in and bail us out until he just can't, right? The curse mm-hmm. is, if we go Sam Howell and this Heineke, and let's say you bring in another vet, like a cheaper vet or a seventh round choice or whatever, if Howell starts to play bad, you're going to hear the crowd, bring in Taylor, bring in Taylor. And that's what's going to happen. So in order, if we're really going to give Sam Howell a shot, Taylor Heineke got to go. And that's something that a lot of people don't want to hear. But the reality is, in order for us to grow as a team and go a different direction with the quarterback room, Taylor Heineke would have to go in order for Sam Howell to grow. So as fans, but as as fans, if we we start Howell from week one, Mm -hmm. how long are we giving him? Realistically. Realistically, the whole season. The whole season. You know why? What? If we're bad, we are in the race to draft a quarterback within the top 10. So if we're bad... Then it's just the season was a wash. Ron Rivera is gone. I, I, look, I get it. We we want to win, but we have to win the right way. If you're not bringing, if you're not, if you're not bringing in a guy like a Derek Carr, which I'm not for Derek Carr anymore. I used to. Now I'm just Ooh. now I'm just scared. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Quick, bring it back. Why? He needs the right offensive coordinator. What Josh McDaniels did to him last year was evil. Okay. I don't want another situation where you bring an offensive coordinator and you bring in a Derek Carr. Oh, just because this is the best offensive coordinator available and this is the best quarterback available when it's not a marriage. It's not a perfect marriage. And then what happens is you have issues. Then you end up being bad and then you still didn't play Sam Howell. You still don't know what, what you have in him. I'm not saying that Sam Howell is a savior or whatever. He still needs to be in a process. He still needs to be evaluated. I just, I just think that we need to like we were very hyped for that Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. Is it, like I it's said, just his, one first, game. his first pass was a touchdown. Yeah. So everybody like, oh, we should have been doing this. Mind no, you, no, nah. he 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 yeah. he needed to grow. He needed, he needed to grow. I me? told everybody, Sam Howell was not ready week one. He was ready week mm-hmm. seventeen. There was a reason. <laughs> He's been working on his craft. So mind you, we look at we look at that, but then do, we don't talk about the pick that he threw in the back of the end zone. That was terrible. You get what I'm saying? Like we we not we we want to discuss that, but we'll talk about his first pass for a tub. But if he does get the chance, I mean, realistically, let him fight for the let him fight for the starting job. All I'm saying is, if 
if we really want to assess this guy and see who he is and what he has, you got to give him a shot, right? Mm -hmm. So if you give him a shot, let's say you bring in Brissett, Andy Dalton, you bring in a few vets that you feel Sam Howell can beat, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if he doesn't beat these guys, then guess what? Sam Howell was never the guy, right? You roll with that vet. And then at some point, if we start losing, you bring in Sam Howell, he finishes out the year, you draft the guy next year. And if you're just so bad with Sam Howell to where you have three to five wins, you have a shot at Caleb Williams. That's all I'm saying. That's the best quarterback I prospect just, coming out. I next just, year. you feel me? You, you we, as fans, we ain't going with that. Because we, because we, in all honesty, think and know that we're that one piece away yeah because of who we have like well not one piece a couple pieces away but more importantly if we get that right guy that's taking the lead we should be good right yeah it's just we're, we are in a weird situation all i'm saying is that a lot of things need to shake in order for us to kind of you know yes we have a championship caliber defense i believe we do with Jack Del Rio stepping up his game, we have a championship caliber defense. Offensively, we that, have that, great that just weapons. Keeps getting better. Yeah, great weapons. So if we retool and rebuild this line, let's just say that we just stick with what everybody's been saying, offensive line, and we draft three. Our first three picks is guard, tackle, center, whatever. Offensive line is done. It's complete, right? You rock with what you have, and then you see, even if you bring in a vet, right? Derek Carr has a no trade clause. If he wants to come here, guess what? We better be yeah, a nah, playoff so, team. So earlier today, the Raiders, the Raiders is allowing him to speak with teams. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it's it's the same type of deal that um Deshaun was on last year. Yeah, and and, and he's talking about he's not going to move his little trade thing back. So he needs to be moved by the fifteenth. If not, the Raiders pay him. Mm -hmm. so he will be moved. So it's going to be, it's gonna be interesting. So. We haven't talked about this, but I feel like we're on the same. Carson, Carson's out of there. Yeah, Carson's gone. He's okay. been gone. I just he wanted was to gone yesterday. Sure. Yeah, Carson was gone I'm... yesterday. No, notice we never mentioned this, just... but yeah, it's going to be interesting. Not mind you, I just wanted to, you know what I mean? Because look, I, I, was, I, didn't get a, I didn't get a chance to see Carson the first month. Okay. I was away, I was away at the Army, you know what I mean? Yeah, you didn't miss nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss nothing. I know week one, he won. So the first, the first game that I got a chance, to actually like tune in for the season is when we play the Titans. Mm -hmm. You know how that ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, we need but, a quarterback, um, man. And all I'm saying is, I just don't see a scenario where we get the guy that we want. Now, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come here, which he doesn't, but if he does, hey, we wish him on the star. We yeah, wish him on the star. No, I'm just saying, if Aaron Rodgers comes, that's the best option, but that's not an option. You see yeah. what I'm saying? If he comes, if we, get, get, get me back on hit. Yeah, if he comes, <laughs> we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm I'm saying it right now, but he's not coming here. Like, if we get a quarterback that's legit, even as old as Aaron Rodgers is, if you get a quarterback of Aaron Rodgers' caliber, even the old man Tom Brady, any one of them two guys, they're the best available, not available quarterbacks right now. Derek Carr is a tier under those guys. And outside of Derek Carr, the next tier is Jimmy, Jimmy G. Outside of one of those four guys, there's no quarterback coming here that's going to help us to get to where we, where we want to go. But that, like that, that, like we need that quarterback to take. So as much as mind you, we, ain't, I mean, I ain't, we ain't talking about this, but I, I hate talking about the past. But Kirk, yeah. I love Kirk. Kirk was great. I love Kirk. Kirk didn't get us over that hump. He did. And if we bring in a guy like Derek Carr, it's going to be the exact same. I don't. Thing. I'm telling you. Uh, what? Look. <laughs> 
That's tough. All I'm, look, all I'm saying tough. is, you can think one way or the other way. It's all good. We all have our, our opinions. All I'm saying is, for me, I don't see that guy in this offseason plan. I don't see it. I'm hoping that guy is around, but I just don't see it. Now, if you look at the draft, we're almost out of time. If you look at the draft, there's even mm-hmm. some guys, maybe two or three guys that I feel could be something. But then that's wishing. That's like, that's a hope. That's a wish. Richardson? Uh, Richardson has upside, but he's a project. He's going to yeah. be a guy that you have to develop for two years. When I told everybody you have to develop Malik Willis for two years, they laughed. Oh, Malik Willis, pro day. Just see that pass is beautiful. Well, pause, pause. Like, let's, on, let, let, let's, just, let's just nip that in the bud right now with the pro day stuff. Bro, you out there throwing on air. That's number one. Yep. Number two, you don't got no equipment on. Number yep. three, it ain't no type of defense. Exactly. Bro, I could look like Malik Willis out there. Right. And but I you can't see, even, I can't throw the ball more than 30 yards. But you see the hype that comes in after pro day. Senior ball right now, there's doing some things. It's practice. You know, there's all these different guys are getting all these hype. In this draft, I don't see anybody who can come in right away, lead a team to, to the playoffs. I love, I, 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 I love CJ. I love Bryce, but even we ain't gonna get him. Yeah, we're not. And those are the two of the best. And then Will Levis has the upside. I don't like him. He, he can, has the upside. He can, he, he, he yeah. can spin the rock. Yeah, yeah. He has the upside of what the NFL is looking for for that prototypical type uh, quarterback. They're saying Josh Allen, whatever, whatever. Hey, they, there, there's a reason why they get paid the big money, and I don't. But uh, on that note, man, this has been a great episode. Appreciate you for coming on, man. Tell the people where they can find you. Oh, bro. So, I mean, my Twitter is at Enrich We Trust. I mean, that's that's really the only social media. I got, I got the grand tour at 702. Um, but that's really about it. But, yo, we definitely going to tap in, man. Wait, most definitely. I, I I like this. This is my first time ever, like, really doing this. So, I mean, it's definitely something. You know, support my boy, man. You know, we, we linked up on Twitter. Uh... That's really about it, man. You know, the, I'm, I'm looking forward to all the future parts. Um, you know, hopefully we can do this again real soon Absolutely. with more heads. Absolutely. You know, I definitely love this conversation Absolutely, with you. Absolutely, man. Next time you I come mean, on, you'll, you'll come on with a few more guys. I like that. Yeah, yo, just, yeah. let, yo, let me I know, I got man. you, man. I got you, man. So once again, guys, this is the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel live. And also, this is the Talking Commanders with Manny podcast. I'm going to catch you guys on that next episode. I'm out. Peace. My boy.